love seeing that intro every single time. Well, savor it while it lasts, because it's going to change probably here soon. I want to hold my breath. Eventually. Eventually. That's that's the key word. One of the intros is going to change. It's not for things like Survivor, but one of the intros is going to change. Sure. When I get around. Anyway, hi. Welcome to The Cup. Currently unnamed podcast where we put the T in reality. But you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay. We're currently just drinking water. Hydration is important. Um, I'm feeling very dehydrated today. um, Despite doing virtually nothing other than homework. So... Well, I am Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I love to be some tea. So if you have it, you know what to do. Hit me up, period. I'm not drinking anything. I'm not thirsty at the moment. Um, But as always, I have my cup mug sitting by just in case I get thirsty. And you know what? You see it, the description below. You see the link below where you can get all of your cup merch. We have the cup cup and we have the cup hat and we'll soon have a cup shirt and a some cup sweatpants soon. So I, you know as someone who lives in the desert, I am so excited to wear cup sweatpants all year. Period. Uh, and as someone who wears sweatpants an alarmingly long amount of time, I am also very excited. Oh, well, I can't wait to debut those cup sweatpants for the both of you and for everyone watching. And one more time, just in case you are just listening, that is Lana G Creations at uh, .etsy.com. That is L-A-N-A-G creations.etsy.com. There are no dashes in the Lana G Creation part. Not at all, people. Link in the description of wherever you are listening or watching this beautiful podcast presentation today. Yeah, exactly. And finally, hello, everyone. My name is Jack I am a college student, game designer, coffee addict, and Twitch streamer, although that last one hasn't been happening recently due to the college part. Um, I am really, really excited to talk about this one because it is a complete and utter mess, and we get to see the beauty of the only good change I think they've made to the idol in a while. But it comes at a cost. And I'm just drinking some iced tea. I don't really know what it is. It was labeled as detox. I'll take it. Okay. We love that for you. Party. Well, yes, we are here. It is episode two, Survivor 44. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. This was a less entertaining episode than episode one. Though I am still very excited for the rest of the season. Oh. I'm excited for the season. I, I, I liked this episode. It wasn't horrible. So, I mean, do I like the outcome? No, not so much. Absolutely not. But I still found the episode itself, in general, fairly entertaining. 
fairly. Yeah. You yeah. know, the part with, um, well, we'll get to it, but the advantages are the thing I actually liked about the episode, and everything else went okay to, well, oh, fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it ended up being an episode that normally, you know, we scream at advantages for, but here it was like, okay, yeah, no, this is fine. Yeah. Well, so let's I mean, kick us off. yeah, so at the top of the episode, we're coming back from one of the wildest tribal councils I've seen in a long time. And uh, immediately we hear, I think we talked about it briefly um, when we did discuss episode one of. 44 discussing the tribal council and why matthew used his shot in the dark mm -hmm. um we hear very quickly him say yeah i used my shot in the dark so i didn't have to show my cards so nobody knows where i'm aligned and that's it's it's kind of brilliant i mean yeah he didn't want to vote for brandon because him and brandon were they made that deal. They were tight. He didn't want to vote for Brandon, but he didn't want to tell the other ones, the other people that he didn't want to vote for Brandon. Like Brandon was off limits because that's like yeah. showing your cards and you know, telling who your untouchable is or who your number one is. And so he didn't want to do that. So in order for him not to do that, but not go against the group, he used a shot in the dark, which I don't blame him. I think he, yeah. he wasted it, but you know, whatever. Shot in the darks are exactly what they are. Shot in the darks. You, nobody usually ever wins. The first, first time we ever saw it ever successfully played. So, I don't think it was a bad move that he did that at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, everyone had pretty much decided on what they were doing. And uh, he might have been okay with saying... Uh, he might have been okay thinking, you know what, Bruce probably isn't going to vote me here. Let me not vote Bruce. And Brandon. Brandon, my brain, Jesus Christ. Brandon, It's yes. fine. We don't have to worry about Bruce on this season anymore because he'll probably be on like 45 or something. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I, I think what's interesting about it is, I mean, preseason we were asking, okay, is the shot in the dark actually going to be useful? And it was, it finally, you know, actually gave someone safety. But I do love the idea of this defensive shot in the dark play. Um, I think that's something that if Matthew makes final tribal, I think could be an interesting little nuance on his game saying, you know, I used, I used my shot in the dark in a way that wasn't like the twist wasn't intended for. Um and I kind of used it defensively, and so it sort of set me up for the rest of my game, potentially. I don't know. Does he does he make Final Tribal? We don't know yet. But I think that's a little interesting nuance that could be discussed further on down the line. Um, but yeah, so he, he's explaining his shot in the dark. Um, and, you know, he's like, I'm good. I'm going to relax for a little bit. You know who can't relax? Kane, our resident Canadian, because he is currently the only person on this tribe that voted out Brandon. Which, that's uh, awkward. Just, that's just such a, a that's such a shitty. That's such a shitty situation to be in, honestly. I, I think, 
Kane honestly has the most reason out of anyone to be just pissed at the rest of the tribe. Well, but besides, besides Brandon, who, you know, would have been voted off if he didn't use his idol besides him would have been voted off. Had Maddie not told Matthew about the plan and had Matthew not told Brandon to play his idol. Yeah. That. Yeah. And none of that was shown on television anyway. Um, so yeah, Kane, Kane can't relax. Brandon is like, so you voted me out. And he's like, well, that was what I was told, you know, at the, at the last time I, I heard something and I'm like, oh, Kane, honey. Just, just Kane, say honey. you had a public idol and I didn't want that. That's literally all you have yeah. to say because it gets away from the person and goes towards the game. Yeah. Saying that you were following someone else is just, it's going to put you in a bad place. Yeah. It's not, not the most ideal scenario for good old Kane. But should we go to the next day? It's day four. Oh, wait, actually, uh, before we do that, Lauren also just publicly says, oh, yeah, I banked my vote. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she just says it out loud, which. Okay. So what we learned from, you know, Maddie's exit interview is she told a couple people. And at this point, basically everyone knew that Lauren had this advantage. Which explains that. Yeah. I mean, and she really couldn't hide it because only three votes were read. So somebody, everybody knew that she didn't vote as well. So it's kind of like, either you just say it and get it out the way or continue to lie about it and people think you're shifty. So, yeah. Yeah. So I do appreciate her, you know, saying it. Now she's a hot commodity, which I love. (laughs) Really? Because I like Lauren. So Um. now we go to the next day. It's day four. And here is... Showman's Corner, usually reserved <laughs> for Big Brother, but today it's on Survivor. Oh. Our cute little nerds. Our little nerds. Frat. I love them. Frat. We, we settled on Frat, not Manny, right? Like we, we settled on Frat. Solid on that? I, okay, good. I settled on Frat. I'm also good with Frat. I like Frat. That means family and fraternity life, so... Fat, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, okay, I'm here for it. Frat it is, people. What I didn't love about, you know, what we learn in this whole segment is that Matt's basically using Franny as a rebound. Like, we well, knew he was out of a relationship. It seems like it was very fresh. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, he may have gotten dumped because he was going on Survivor. We don't know. <laughs> like wow. I didn't of, even think about that. It kind of seems like it's that level of fresh because he is still processing his emotions in these confessionals he's getting. And he's like, Franny's cute. I think we could work together. And I'm like, yeah, do that, but also like don't hurt her. <laughs> and also that's, that's my winner pick uh, right there. 
Claire also looking on from the side and being like, huh. I that's love weird. Woman. I Claire is TV gold. Claire is I, everything. Uh, Claire just does she just I think she this, was meant for this. This is what happens when you let black women survive the first vote. We actually give you entertainment. We actually give you gameplay. We actually give you something that is interesting to watch. Drama. Drama. Hey, did the person that came back from the island come back with a little paper? I'll show you. Had nothing to do with her. Nothing to do with her. Nothing at all to do with her. Nothing at all. Honestly, I I feel, and this this is just me and my feelings. Because she had no idea who went over there. She didn't know who went over there. She didn't know. And in that moment, she didn't care. In that moment, she didn't care. But I think, and I'm just, this is just me being hopeful as a black woman, hopefully. If she would have knew it was Lauren that went over there, she wouldn't have did that to Lauren. She wouldn't have said anything about that with Lauren. But she didn't know. And she didn't care. Because she was just trying to make sure somebody had a wedge drawn between that tribe. She needed cracks. She wanted cracks. and On a tribe that has nothing to do with her currently. I love it. I love That's it. Sick. I'm here for it. I'm Chaos. here for that life. Oh. So here's where we get kind of the first instance and a good chunk of time talking about Danny, the firefighter. Mm-hmm. Um, we we get you know this goofy goofy Danny. I like him. I'm gonna be honest. I think he <sighs> seems lovely so far. And uh, he finds the key to the idol bird cage, and he grabs the idol, and he puts the decoy back in the bag, and then he does a really cringy Fortnite dance, and then he runs off. And it's executed pretty perfectly. Like, that is the level that you would want to see it as, as a producer, where you want to see someone nail it. And we'll talk about the exact opposite shortly. <laughs> Go ahead, Lana. Um, I am going to say this, and I'm going to put this out there. This is the first time that I looked at Danny. Danny's hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Danny's fun. And right. Danny's sweet. And Danny's this my this is the white man that I've been looking for on Survivor for me to root for instead of look at them like and not really. Carson. I like Carson. Don't get me wrong. I do like Carson. Carson That's your like, winner pick, Lana. I, I, I know because I think he has a really good chance of doing it. I like yeah. Carson and I still feel that way about Carson. But I just really like Danny. I really <laughs> like him. And you know, like I said, preseason when we did the recap, I was like, I'm very open uh-huh. to everybody. I don't really not like anybody from pre-interviews or whatever. But I was like, 
I don't know about him. He, I have to. He's one person I have to see in action for me yeah. to make my decision on. And yeah. seeing him in action, I like him. I yeah. really, really like him. And he did do that idol perfectly. Like that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. And I think that's what the producers wanted them to do with the whole decoy idol. He, they wanted them to put that thing back and let somebody else find it and play it. And it's a decoy. I they want that, but it and it needs to happen before merge because if it gets to merge, people gonna start talking and realize, oh, that's a decoy, and it's it's not going to have the same effect. Well, but we don't know that for sure. I will say, yeah. Um, there is actually something interesting that I think somebody on Twitter pointed out. It's at a Mike Bloom. Because Thank you. I have the tweet pulled up, and I that, that's exactly it. what I was about to talk about. We were we were talking about it um, while you were getting water before we, we ah started. damn. So we'll talk about the Carolyn of it all. The Carolyn of it all. But, um, Mike Bloom at a Mike Bloom type. Shout out to Mike Bloom. Love Mike yes. Bloom. Love he, Mike Bloom. He tweeted after the episode. I think it was on Thursday morning. He tweeted, um, upon reviewing the Survivor 44 birdcage idol finds, it looks like each tribe's real idol is indeed the fake idol of another tribe. So the oh, Ratu yeah, idol, the Ratu idol is the beads, which is the real idol, and the fake idol is the orange medallion that Brandon, I think, still has. Probably um, on, on Soka, the medallion, the the um the green jade medallion is real and the coin is the fake idol which is now currently sitting in the bird cage with the note so it's real and then on tika the coin idol is real so that's what carolyn is holding and the beads similar to the beads that brandon used as the real idol in episode one are is the fake idol for tika That yeah, uh, I didn't even catch it during the episode because I, I ended up erroneously tweeting out, Carolyn just mixed up the fake idol and the real idol, didn't she? But no, I was just completely wrong. And the Survivor producers thought of something once again, really, really smart, with the birdcage twist. I'm I am really liking this twist so far. I think this. This feels a lot more thought out than other twists of the modern era of Survivor. Knowledge is power. I'm looking directly in your direction. But, no, I really enjoy it. it there's nuance to it. There's a built-in fake idol, which I think is a really interesting concept. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. The fact that none of the idols look the same... I like it. I like it. It feels unique like and different. It. And yeah. speaking mm -hmm. of unique and different, Carolyn. <laughs> oh, this woman. This I, woman. There's, there's something about Carolyn I that just, just, just art. 
I'm going to say this in the most respectful way. And I love Carolyn. I adore her. Follow her on Twitter if you're not, because truly a gem, a gem of a woman. But she's kind of like a train wreck. Yep. Where, like, I'm intrigued and I can't look away. And again, I mean that in the most loving way possible because I genuinely think she is the best casting choice in a very long time. Like, I'm trying to think of some of the, like, the last person I can think of that was this entertaining of a casting choice is Angelina Keeley. Honestly, that's kind of, I go, my thought goes to Angelina, to Reem as well from Edge of Extinction. Oh, love Dream. Um, like those are Michelle Fitzgerald, I think kind of falls into that similar sort of um, category for me, at least of like very entertaining people to watch. Um, but yeah, so Carolyn is, you know, by herself, everyone else on the tribe has gone out and they're idol hunting and completely on her own without being prompted by a producer. Obviously Carolyn finds the key and in just what we're learning is classic Carolyn fashion. She opens that birdcage. She pulls out the bag. She close. She doesn't even bother to close the birdcage. She throws it in her pants. And she runs back to the shelter. Only to lay down and go, shit. And then <laughs> runs back. <laughs> grabs out the real idol, hastily tries to close the bag, hangs up the bag, locks the birdcage, and the bag is just swinging <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> oh, Carolyn. Oh, I love you, Carolyn. Oh, God. So the other four get there. Uh-huh. They look at it and immediately go, oh, that's been tampered with, hasn't it? And then start accusing each other. They accuse each other. I was so... I'm like, wait, what? They're like, they're like it, it couldn't be Carolyn. She's in the water. I'm like, yes! Keep keep Carolyn's name out of your mouth. Out your mouth. I'm like, are we seriously the four of you? When were you apart? All y'all were at the water well together. When were you apart? That, that it does it does make me think that somehow. This isn't exactly in order, and there was a bit of time. In it had to be. But it had also, to be. Oh. Because. Oh, my God. It just didn't make any sense for them to be, like, looking at each other. Because I'm like, wait. What we saw is all y'all left together, and then all y'all coming to the birdcage together. So when were y'all apart? But apparently they had to be apart at some point. Like, somebody broke up and with someone and then Carson's like, well, I can read body language. I read a book before I got here on reading body language. I'm like, <sighs> so then he immediately goes, 
So I noticed that Helen crossed her arms and kind of walked away in a weird manner. She has it. Therefore, I'm targeting Helen. I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened? And then Jam Jam was like, I think it's Sarah. And Sarah's like, I think it's Jam Jam. And Helen's just pissed. No one's blaming <laughs> Carolyn. And then they tell Carolyn and they bring her to the birdcage and she just goes, Oh. Oh. What? Queen of acting. She should get queen of acting. Um, it was very bad acting, but they were not smart enough to catch up on the <gasps> what? So, okay. We have seen somehow the best possible scenario where you sneak off and get it perfectly. Yep. And Danny. The worst possible scenario in which you forget to lock the birdcage, then leave really obvious evidence <sighs> and somehow are still fine. Yep. And then you have a try of accidentally unlocking it together. Yep. They could not have gotten three more unintentionally different storylines that implement all, basically all possible versions of the the twist besides someone doing it and getting caught. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a fourth tribe, we would have had that. I think it could happen during the merge. It could happen during the merge. Now, if they do another birdcage at the merge, oh my god, that would be insane. That would be great. I wouldn't be mad at it. The birdcage is simply a note saying, get all of the fake idols. All three combined are now a real idol. Could you imagine? Just the absolute chaos of that event. That would be crazy. I would that love would be crazy. That. Well, but yeah. we go to the challenge. Um, it is obstacle, obstacle, obstacle. Pull on a rope. Run across a bridge that could fall at any moment if your tribe mates decide to let go of the rope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then it ends in the classic survivor snake puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fairly even. Until the the snake puzzle. Like, no one is, like, light years behind anybody else. Soka was, took off first, and Soka had to leave for a while. Yeah. Then the snake puzzle was just the great uh, equalizer. The great snake equalizer. And uh, Ratu comes out on top in first place because because Matthew, our super fan, Matthew... (laughs) <laughs> has built this puzzle in his backyard. And I'm not I'm practicing. Not, not even. The no. thing that's surprising, though, is publicly saying it out loud? You know, yeah. Yeah. It's like I, every every single person, like, I, even Carson says it right after, like, oh, yeah, I've 3D printed the puzzles. And he but will he's... not say a thing because that will get you immediately blown out of a cannon. Yeah, because the second we know you practicing and making all these puzzles at home, I need to send you home because you go be in all the yep. puzzles. Yep. Yep. So Rachu wins. They get the they get the first immunity, obviously, and then the reward is the big classic fishing kit. Mm-hmm. 
the classic second immunity challenge reward. So sure. It then comes down to Soka and Tika. It's Josh, who literally has no other screen time in this episode None. other than this puzzle, versus Sarah. And they're both doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're doing they're doing the things. Sarah drops about three quarters of the way through, and that does give Josh the opportunity to clutch the win for Soka. Uh, meaning that our Claire is Lauren, safe. Period. Claire is safe, and Lauren. Lauren is also safe. Love it. Mm-hmm. Cannot say the case for our band of misfits over at Tika. <laughs> they are going to tribal, and I'm going to be honest. The back half of this episode is kind of very straightforward. Uh-huh. Um, not a whole lot happens obviously sarah doesn't have a phone and so now it's kind of this conflict between like on the shoulders of carson as to whether he wants to go with carolyn and jam jam or go with helen and sarah Mind you, I didn't want to see anyone from this tribe voted out. So regardless of outcome, I would have been upset. Um, at least a little bit. Yeah. Unfortunately. I, I really genuinely thought that Carson was duping Carolyn and Jam Jam. I don't know about y'all. I genuinely was like, I don't trust this man. I I thought Carolyn was smart to be like, well, why all of a sudden are you, like, trusting me when we haven't really had, like, a game conversation? And see, that's the orger in Carolyn. I saw that. Like, why are you coming to me now saying that you want to work with me when we're scrambling? Like, why should I trust you? And I really thought we were going to end up with likely Carolyn getting eliminated with an idol in her pocket. But that wasn't the case. No. So obviously the thing that no one on the tribe knew about very much to their person, that person's own very, very interesting intentions Sarah didn't have a vote. So only four votes were ever getting cast. I believe Helen and Carson knew. Did I miss that in the episode? I think it was in episode one. Because if you remember, the only little bit of strategy we got from Tika in episode one was that Sarah, Carson, and Helen were kind of this trio originally. And I believe Sarah told them the only reason I said that is because I could have sworn that uh, that Sarah said, uh, I'm making sure no one knows that I don't have a vote tonight, so I yeah, need I to secure so. a three. I don't remember. I think you're right about that. I, I don't think right. I don't think anybody knew, and I think that's yeah. That's why she was like, I need to make sure to get the three because I don't want anybody to know I don't have the vote. Yeah. 
And I mean, this is actually, so unfortunately, by a unanimous vote, I'm so sad that Helen's gone. It was, yeah, it, it really sucks. And uh, I don't know if you have the source for this one as well, but after Helen's elimination, someone on Twitter also made a history of uh, uh, Asian. Asian females mm -hmm. being eliminated. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not good. Let's no. let's put it bluntly. I no. saw it. I thought I had saved it. Um, let me see if I can quickly pull it up on my end. I, I, I just... think I I think I liked it, so I'm gonna look through my likes. But go ahead, Lana. Sorry. I uh, got it. Uh, I will send it in the chat. Thank you. But you were saying, Lana. I was just saying that. Yeah, it it's not good. I feel like we do talk a lot about how black women are treated in this game, but we also need to talk about how Asian women are treated in this game. Women of color are not always, don't always go far. Not saying that they never go far, but don't always go far because of like these small tribes in the beginning it tends to not go well in their favor. But as we've seen, um, Helen really had no reason to go here. It really, like, why would you want to send someone who does so well in puzzles when you try to need to win stuff? And you go send out, you're talking about making your, your tribe stronger, but how strong can it be when you're getting rid of people who can actually do some things that you can get done? Um, I was not a fan of this decision. I wasn't a fan with either of the choices because it was either going to be Helen or they were going to go for Carolyn. And either one of them would have been very annoying to see because these women deserve to be here. These women yeah. are really good at this game. And well, Carolyn's good for TV. Helen is good for this game. And I just, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It, it was just truly unfortunate where yeah it it i i so the reason that i the reason in the edit that i can think of is carson directly saying helen is suspicious because of her body language after seeing the idol is missing yeah that is the only reason i can think of that which kind is of where the really unfortunate that's kind of where the shift happens yeah, um, that is exactly where it I need to target Helen. I do want to read a little bit of this um, this thread on Twitter, and I will link it in the description um, in case y'all want to read it. Shout out to at JBDen1 uh, for compiling all this information. So uh, according to the thread, so we see that 36 Asian American women have played Survivor, with five of them playing for a second time. So that's 41 times that an asian american woman was a contestant on survivor and out of those 41 times in 44 seasons 17 of them made it to the merge which is 41 percent and that number drastically changes when you look at quote unquote modern survivor which here is constituted by the original poster as cambodia and beyond which uh changes to out of 20 players only six of them made the merge and if you look even more at the new era 
of Survivor, of seven Asian American women who have played in the new era of Survivor, only two of them have made merge, being Erica, who won, and Janine, who was eliminated first in the jury. Um, there's I, a lot of other data as well. There's a section as well from Owen from last season talking about um, Asian American uh, bias in general, not specifically gender wise. Um, but yeah, so thank you again to at JBDen1 for all of for all of that. I want to say even like this isn't the first time in a like a while that an Asian American woman is like the first boot from a tribe period. Jenny, Jenny, mm -hmm. Justine. Justine. Mm -hmm. Mari. Mari. Oh, Mari specifically. Don't remind I, me that makes me sad. Again. Yeah. Uh, Mari specifically, I remember because she was also the second boot. Mm -hmm. And um, that, that I was and still am uh, a fan of Smosh. And that still pissed me off. Because I was yeah. like, God damn it. Really? Like the yeah, first person I truly know on the show is gone within two episodes. Right. Yeah, because yeah, it was what that when it came down to Mari and Marianne, they were between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, they, th those were the two choices that they put out was either Mari or Marianne. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's I was like either war was awful, but go ahead. And then B was also unfortunately mm -hmm. uh, had to leave well, the game left because the game. of an injury. And she didn't want to potentially ruin her career due to an injury. Like, valid. It's it's really really unfortunate, and it's mm -hmm. something that, as we, I mean, I would fucking hope that when a modern season, uh, like a modern. Uh, returnee season or something similar that we see that type of representation brought back yeah. as well. Yeah, let's do more. How about not just having one? How about that? How about we yeah. just have more and not spread out? Like we have one Asian on each tribe, one Black person on each tribe, and everybody else is. Like, is this the one? His one Hispanic person on each tribe. Yeah. yeah. What, Jam Jam? Yeah. 50% is the minimum, ID. not the exact goal. Yeah. Right. Don't, uh, just because you have to have a oh, specific. Yeah. But I don't know who's so cool. Who's who's Ahsoka? None. Heidi. Heidi. Oh, Heidi. So who's There's on? There's none on Tika. Tika. No, Jam Jam. Oh, it is. No, no, Ratu. No, no, Orange. Orange. No. Yes, Ratu. No one on no Raj. Yeah. Not to yeah. my knowledge. Not to Let's my knowledge. Yeah. Not but, yeah. Just because yeah. you're gonna do that, don't separate it. Like it's just so weird. It's so weird. And they need to do better. I mean, I understand you have to do numbers and this you know, yeah. It, it's, uh, it's but even that even with that, I would hope people would start realizing what it what their un 
what their biases are because it's unconscious biases and you i understand their unconscious bias and you just you might not even be thinking about that at the time you're just voting because yeah. that's the vote you want to go on but sometimes you need to stop think about why am i choosing this person what is yeah. it that is this person actually giving me game sneaky vibes game suspicious vibes game now that's the key word game suspicious yeah. vibes not just because they're who they are they can't change who they are but if that person really is somebody who you think is going to target you in this game and you want to target them before they target you, fine. That is what it is. Everything is not about race and racism and everything is not about, you know, being biased or, or prejudiced or whatever. But you have to think about that before you, you know, that has to come into play at some point. That has to be something that crosses your mind. And if it's not, and if you can justifiably say it has nothing to do with that, this is because I know she's going to come for me in this game and I need to get her out before she came for me. Fine. Great. But what I don't know if Carson believed or what his thought process was, but him, when he said that body language thing, it was just like, what? What? Because yeah. she crossed her arms? What? You know, Sarah was right next to you with her arms crossed. So what was the... Jam yeah. Jam had his arms crossed. What? It feels like a childish way to go about it, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And I mean, he is he is the youngest He's a child. He's, He's a, a child, child still. Yeah. Um, People I was, are older than me now. Because you're young. Good for you. But I don't like it. But no, like I, I don't, and I'll be honest, I don't know if I would have thought differently at 20. I know mm -hmm. a lot more at 25 than I do at 20, than I did at 20. So, I mean, I under, I, I can understand from Carson's perspective, mm -hmm. you kind of just have to grasp at anything, really. At anything. Mm -hmm. um, it just is incredibly unfortunate in this mm -hmm. circumstance. I don't think Helen did anything wrong. No, I think she was just the victim of the circumstance of the game around her. Mm -hmm. And and I don't think Carson was looking at it as anything. I don't think no, there is no, I don't think he had any, you know, he wasn't being prejudiced or coming after yeah. her just because she was Asian. I really just oh, believe no. it was the circumstance of the game. I just want to make sure that was clear that yeah. we weren't yes. saying that. And I, I think it's a childish thought process of Carson's to go off of body language that I want to make clarify that as well. Mm -hmm. That's my thought process. But. but other than that, that was what we got because yeah, Helen's gone by unanimous vote and it sucks, but the game must go on. So we move on. We move as we say. We will. And we will be back next week with episode three of survivor 44 in the meantime there's australian survivor coverage if you can't uh get your survivor fix just from this we're covering uh heroes versus villains uh spoiler alert nina is still in the game at this point i period not, yeah i was gonna say i haven't fully caught up but i'm pretty sure she's still in the game mm -hmm. from what i've Seems. From what I saw, oh. she's still there, but I haven't she's caught up. Still yet. there, yes, Nina. 
Um, so go follow our Australian Survivor coverage. We cover Eurovision. We cover a whole hell of a lot of drag race. We cover some other things from time we to cover time. Rest- we cover wrestling, people, which we, we will be co- which we will be covering coming up very soon to talk about WrestleMania because it's coming up. Woo. Period. I don't wrestle. <laughs> and if I have time and means to organize things, there may be some shows that, um, let's say, may be a genius idea to cover. Was that was that so Jack, subtle at all? So Jack wants to cover the genius. I do because I love it, and I need a what I need a good reason to rewatch the entire thing again before the devil's the devil's plan comes out on Netflix this fall. All right, valid. Well, stay tuned for all of our coverage of things and stuff and stuff and things. Uh, in the meantime, follow us on Twitter because we're pretty cool. Um, sometimes we do live streams and they're streamed to, to Twitter. So that's also a fun way to watch. Uh, follow all three of us because we're pretty decent humans. I would say so. Um, I've known them both for long enough that they're pretty, they're pretty cool. Um, yeah. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Bye. Cheers, y'all. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 I gotta eat. Get out of here. I am in your.